Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast. I'm Keith Caulfield, Senior Director of Charts at Billboard. And I'm Katie Atkinson, Billboard's Deputy Editor Digital. Hello, Katie. Hey, Keith. How's it going? Great. You? Uh, it's, I'm pretty great. I'm afraid. Um, should we even say what we're doing say tonight? It. We're going to go see Madonna. Ah, it's Monday. We're seeing Madonna's final show in LA. Oh, my God. Tonight. We probably should have waited and recorded the show tomorrow, but, you know, we'll, we can chat about it the next week. Got to meet deadlines. <laughs> well, you'll have to stay tuned for our thoughts on it because, as always, the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast is your one-stop shop for all things pop on Billboard's weekly charts. In addition, you can always count on a lively discussion about the latest pop news, fun chart stats and stories, new music, and guest interviews with music stars and folks from the world of pop. Today on the show, we've got big chart news about new number ones from Post Malone and Celine Dion. Not together, but separately. <laughs> I wish. Plus, we'll be reviewing some of the biggest shocks, snubs, and surprises from the Grammy Award nominations announcement. Did any of your faves get overlooked? Was there a WTF moment that you experienced? Well, we feel the same way. <laughs> Plus, we have an interview with Shade. The electro-pop trio has been lighting up Billboard's charts for months with Trampoline, and we sat down with them to talk all about their breakthrough single and much more, so stick around for all that. But first, before we get started, if you enjoy the podcast, subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast provider, and if you want to explore more podcasts from Billboard, visit billboard.com slash podcasts. So, let's do some chart chat. Yeah! First up, pop superstar Celine Dion debuts at number one on the Billboard 200 Albums Chart with her new studio album, Courage. Courage marks Dion's fifth number one album and her first chart topper in over 17 years. She was last at number one with 2002's A New Day Has Come. Now, believe it or not, the 17-year and nearly eight-month gap between Dion's number ones is the longest ever for a solo female artist in the chart's history. Uh, She actually surpasses the 16-year and nearly four-month gap tallied by Whitney Houston between the final week at number one for the Houston-led soundtrack to The Bodyguard on May 29, 1993, and the debut at number one of I Look to You on September 19th, 2009. Finally, let's get to some units and sales figures for you on Courage. Uh, The set earned 113,000 equivalent album units in the week ending November 21st in the United States, according to Nielsen Music. And the album, like so many others, got a big boost from sales generated by a concert ticket album sale redemption offer 
with Dion's Courage World Tour. Next up, over on the Billboard Hot 100 Songs chart, Posty Malone, or as professional people call him, Post Malone, <laughs> notches his fourth number one as Circles ascends from number two. So many new number ones this week. How fun. Yeah. Now, Posty previously claimed number ones with Sunflower, with Sway Lee, Psycho featuring Ty Dolla Sign, and Rockstar featuring 21 Savage. So Circles, therefore, is Post Malone's first number one without the assistance of a collaboration partner, too. Yeah. And if you wanted to know, it's my favorite Post Malone song. Really? Ever. 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 Wow. Love that song. Oh, well, all right. Should we talk about the Grammys? Uh, uh, isn't Post Malone a Grammy nominee? He is indeed. Not for Circles, though, which was after the eligibility period. But Segway. Sunflower, which you mentioned earlier, is a nomination or yeah. is a nominee in the big four categories. So the Grammy Award nominations were announced on Wednesday, November 20th. Yep. And boy, were there some surprises and shocks among the big four categories. Those are, of course, Album of the Year. Record of the Year, Song of the Year, and Best New Artist. And it makes sense that we're focusing on those four in our little discussion today because we did four episodes uh, leading up to the nominations forecasting who we thought could be likely contenders in those four categories. And we did okay, I yeah. think, overall. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, well, let's quickly run down the nominations in each of the big four and then pause and reflect on our thoughts, uh, shall we? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So let's let's start with Best New Artist. So the nominees are Black Pumas. Mm-hmm. You've never heard that said on the Pop Shop before. Nope. <laughs> Billie Eilish. That one you have. Lil Nas X. Mm-hmm. Lizzo. Yep. Maggie Rogers. Rosalia. Tank. And the Bangas? Sure. sure. Yola. Uh-huh. Five of these, of course, were no-brainers. Uh, we talked about five of the eight extensively. Yes. Uh, but I, three of them. Yeah. Three of them. Not so much. Yeah, I mean, so obviously we knew Billy and Lizzo would be there. They've been the talk of, like, you know, who's going to basically take this category. It's one of theirs to lose, is right. what everyone says. I think a lot, I mean, I certainly thought Maggie Rogers had a great shot. I think people thought that Lil Nas X had a shot. I love that Rosalia's here. We thought Rosalia was a great uh, possibility. Yeah. It's the other three. Yeah, yeah, so uh, uh, Black Pumas, Tank and the Bangas, and Yola. Yola. Yola yeah. was the only one I had heard of before nominations. I think you're doing better than a lot of people. <laughs> um, all right. Um, shall we move on? Yeah, let's go to Song of the Year. Song where, of the Year. Um, Always Remember Us This Way, uh, performed by Lady Gaga in A Star is Born. Bad Guy by Billie Eilish. Bring My Flowers Now, performed by Tanya Tucker. We should just mention Brandi Carlisle did, was a songwriter that. on that. Yeah. Uh, her, Hard Place. Taylor Swift's Lover. Uh, we have Lana Del Rey's Norman Effing Rockwell, and we have Louis Capaldi's Someone You Loved, number one hit, friend of the podcast, and finally Lizzo's Truth Hurts. Um, okay, well, I think um, I, we thought Marin Morris's girl would have had a shot here. Yes. That didn't work, but I'm thinking maybe the, con- the quote-unquote country slot Went to the Tanya Tucker track. You know, what's funny is we kind of had conversations when we were making our predictions, and we were like, who's going to get the Brandy Carlisle slot is Turns kind of how we discussed it. And the answer is Brandy Carlisle is going to get it. In this one, Brandy Carlisle got it. I didn't realize because she had done a lot of behind-the-scenes work this year, in addition to, you know, the High Women, which was after the eligibility period, mm. whatever. Like, we we didn't really talk about her, but it, it turns out her work with Tanya Tucker got really I, sh- I should have well thought about Tanya Tucker. I yeah. should have thought about that because it, it, it's, it kind of was walking and talking like, you know kind of grammy bait i'm super surprised by lana del rey getting nominated mm-hmm. um 
in the big four because mm-hmm. um, she's not been nominated in the big four before. Mm-hmm. Um, so just in general, I'm surprised by that. Yeah, the I mean, song of the year is a big one, and as we're about to find out, she, she got also even something got bigger. One uh, for album of the year. Before we move to album of the year, I just have to say, super pumped about always remember us this way getting a nomination. A Star Is Born will never die. Is what I have to say about that. <laughs> well, I feel like A Star Is Born probably had a pretty good shot at the next category, but it didn't get it there. Yeah, but, yeah. It's surprising. So, what are those nominees, Keith? So, Album of the Year, the the fourth of the final or the fourth of the Big Four um, nominees are uh, Bon Iver's I I, Lana Del Rey's Norman Effing Rockwell, Billie Eilish's When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go, Ariana Grande's Thank You Next, hers I Used to Know Her, Lil Nas X's Seven. Lizzo's Cause I Love You, the deluxe version, and Vampire Weekend's Father of the Bride. Now, I think I think when we were forecasting Album of the Year, we mentioned a lot of stuff, and I think we probably mentioned everything in here, maybe except her and Lil Nas X. Yep. I'm not sure if we... And we didn't mention Bon Iver. I'm not even sure if we mentioned Lana. We may have. I think we did mention Lana, and I know you mentioned Father of the Bride. Yeah. But, I mean... I'm w- wildly WTFing at Lil Nas X being nominated for Album of the that Year. That is by far the most shocking thing. Listen, uh, it's 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 18 minutes long. It's eight songs long. No, eight tracks. Eight tracks long, and two of those tracks are Old Town Road, different versions of Old Town Road. <sighs> it's just I'm not mad at all. I feel like he 100% deserved record of the year. Yes. 100%. I think that best new artist you is a great spot for him as well, but this is patently ludicrous and I don't usually like to be like this person stole the this other person's spot because it's never like that, you know, apples yeah. to apples or whatever, but like it it the egregiousness of this nomination just stands out even more when you realize that Taylor Swift's Lover was not nominated. Yeah. Because, listen, everyone who will ever rank Taylor Swift's albums would never put Lover on top, but I think they would put it high in her discography. Mm -hmm. And I think she basically got dinged because of all the good work she'd previously done. It's like it didn't match the bar that she had set for herself. Well, I think, I mean, we can go on and on about this, but I'm sure you'll hear more and more about the Grammys as we get closer to the actual award show itself. Um, But yeah, there's some some hot takes, some or warm takes. It's been a week. Um, Lukewarm takes. There you go. Uh, So now it's time for our interview with Shade. The electropop trio has been burning up Billboard's charts for the past year with their breakthrough single, Trampoline. The song has already topped our alternative songs chart for two weeks. And this week, it jumped 6 to 5 on our Pop Songs Airplay chart and 14 to 13 on the Billboard Hot 100, a new peak for the song. We chatted with them last month at this point, we should say. um, But I think after having re-listened to this interview, it's still timely. Uh, We chatted with them about how surreal it's been to see the song reach increasingly higher heights every week. How the new duet version with Zayn came about. How they're planning to move forward with new music when this song is still doing so well, and much more. So please enjoy our interview with Shade. I've been having dreams Splashing in the summer street Tripping, I fall in 
Hello to Shane, and welcome to the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast. Hey. Thank you guys so much for being here today. Oh my yeah. gosh, of course. I feel like we should just let the listeners know now that there could, may or may not be a fire drill that happens during this interview. <laughs> so, you know, if you hear an alarm, that's what's happening. Don't be see. concerned. Don't we will keep Shane safe. Yeah. Um, it's just a drill. Uh, um, since there's three of you, I'd love to have each of you just say your name so everyone gets to know your voices. Sure. Um, Spencer. Chelsea. Max. Yay. Okay, so... Your song Trampoline. Got to talk about this right out of the gate. Mm-hmm. It's sort of unstoppable. <laughs> uh, you released it in May of last year. Then it was featured in a prominent MacBook commercial almost exactly one year ago. And now it is still, to this day, climbing our charts. Yeah. Um, it's top 20 on the How 100, top 10 on the Pop Songs chart. It topped our Alternative Songs chart. So first of all, just congratulations oh on gosh. that. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Um, what has it been like to just watch this thing skyrocket? Um, it's been super crazy in the best way possible. I mean, to have our song on a MacBook Air commercial to begin with and now on the radio is just such a crazy, amazing feeling for us, for sure. Yeah, it's taken us like all over the world now, too. We got to go to Japan for two weeks, and we're going to Mexico City in a week and a half, and it's just been great to travel and just play for people. So. Yeah. I'm sure those people have been growing, too, as <laughs> yeah. the song has been yeah. growing. Um you know, like we said, the song's been out for a year and a half, so it's been crazy, I'm sure, to go from the release of the song to, you know, kind of hitting each milestone along the way and maybe thinking, oh, that's the highest it's yeah, going to yeah, get, or that's, totally. you know. Uh, what has that kind of, like, slow burn ride been like? I mean, it's it's crazy. I mean, I mean, even today, it just, it's still climbing. We found it, it's, I think it's 19 on on the top, uh, you know, Billboard. Top 100. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Top 100, So, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's just like... Um, this is a great feeling, and we're all just really thankful and trying to ride the wave. Yeah. And you guys have been touring a ton and playing yeah. a ton of festivals. Um, have you noticed a difference in your crowds as the song has, you know, gained momentum? Uh, for sure. I mean, you know, when that song comes on, people definitely get very excited and animated. Um, yeah, we're on a headlining tour now, and the shows are doing really great. You know, people are coming out and. And they know not only Trampoline, they know all of our other songs, so it's super cool. Yeah, they're like, you're building a fan base. Yeah. 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 They yeah. Might, pe- might be like, uh, Trampoline's the entry point in, right, right, but uh-huh. obviously right. they're discovering everything else you yeah. have, too. Yeah. Um, and last month you released a new version of the song with Zane. How did how did that come together? How did that happen? It's, yeah, that was crazy. We were, we were in Japan, and we, we really wanted to have a feature, and I think we, we, t- we talked about having Zane, and... Um, Literally, somebody from our team like knew his his team, and and he was in the track, and and then we were in an Airbnb in L.A. and he sent his acapella vocal, and it was like the first thing we heard in the morning, and we were like, "Wow, this sounds really good." <laughs> so then Max and I produced it out that night, finished it, and we got it. Whoa, you know, all like that one day? Yeah, yeah. We we um we really wanted to get it out to our fans, and and so we just and we were feeling really inspired, so we just kind of knocked it out. Yeah. I feel like the cool part about the new version is how it like turns it into a full blown duet. Thank you. Um, yeah. you know, where Chelsea and Zayn trade lyrics mm-hmm. and sing together, um, not just trading verses like a exactly. lot of remixes right. are. So I'm sure yeah. like did he sing the entire song and then you kind of interspersed it? Is that how he it worked? did, yeah. And actually one thing that was kinda of crazy was I you know, in the kind of the chaos of sending it to his team when we found out he was interested, um, one of our label reps, Drew, I'm gonna throw him under the bus here, he <laughs> he sent the demo version of the song to Zayn. So before we had kind of finalized the vocals and we had kind of different vocal melodies and stuff. Mm-hmm. So initially, Spence and I were very, very concerned and when, he, when we realized that it was <laughs> the wrong vocal. Concerned, yeah, concerned. Yeah. So 
Um, but he actually sang a melody that was no longer in our version, but mm. we ended up using it on the on the track, the, the So Loved, that he kind of, it's like an answering counter melody that's really mm. high and in his falsetto and became like a really cool hook. So Oh, so, so that was happy so, thanks, Drew. So thanks, Drew. Yeah, thank you, thank you <laughs> Drew. Drew's the hero. I also yeah. feel like, did it, did it make you guys look at the song a little different? Like, I mean, obviously you guys produced it, but like, for me, it just, it gave me a new perspective on the song, having it be a duet with like a male voice in it, mm. you know? Yeah, um, I feel like it kind of gave it new life for me. It, it was super cool. I mean, having kind of the juxtaposition anyways of a female and a male on a song and seeing his take on it, and I think that our, vo- our voices blend really nicely totally. together. So yeah, I'm really... Yeah. I like the new version a lot. Yeah, we some really nice things on the on his vocal too. Like he changed the melody a little bit in the chorus, and we it was it was pretty pretty fun to put together and pretty easy to do. Yeah, yeah, awesome. And they're also very complimentary versions. Like if you loved the first version, it's like yeah. you have this whole new version to enjoy. Yeah, right. totally. Um, you also released uh, Thunder over the summer, mm-hmm. which has already been a hit on our alternative. Um, yeah airplay chart um is it tough to you know fully promote a new song when the momentum is still going you know with trampoline i'm sure it's a challenge yeah yeah it's crazy i mean trampoline has like been on the alt top 10 for like i can't even i think it's like 47 weeks i think is what i saw today yeah Um, yeah. we've been getting really good positive feedback on the new song with these stations are definitely like you know like we're still we're still pushing trampoline real hard so it's um it's just like a timing thing but we have we have like an amazing radio team at Caroline that have done such have, they've done such a great job that we just kind of trust how they're kind of yeah. Yeah. playing it out. Well, and like you said, there's probably stations that were playing trampoline from the beginning and now are ready to move on to thunder, right, but right. other people yeah. are just discovering yeah. it. So. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. have options. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and trampoline is from your Melt EP, which came out in September of last year. Yeah. Um, are you guys already thinking about what that next project might be? Yes. So we've been writing a bunch, and uh, once we get off tour, we haven't been home for more than like two days in like six months oh, it feels like oh my god wait yeah. what is home too um we live in silver spring maryland okay. right outside of dc yep. in a little house um but we've been writing a ton and so just getting back home you know um for december and kind of sitting down and getting everything organized but we are um working on a full-length album Incredible! I'm sure yeah. people are excited about that. That'll be your debut album, yes, yeah. Be. Yes. yeah. It's exciting. Yeah. Um, can you? Is there anything you can say about the sound of things, or without um, giving too much away? Yeah. Uh, well, no, we can't. We don't really have. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. can musicians put into words the sound of yeah, things? Anyway? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But we do have some features that that will be coming out uh, okay. either before the new year or right after that we're very excited about. We can't say yet, but. We've been able to collaborate with some amazing artists that we've always wanted to. So yeah, that's awesome. We're excited about that. And so you said you were writing. I mean, like, and you haven't been home for you know more than two days put together. Yeah. So you guys obviously are pretty mobile. Like you can yeah. write, you can produce on the yeah. road. So you're mm-hmm. just making music like, yeah. all yeah. the time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, trying to like, I have a journal that I like really try to write stuff in every day, lyrics, ideas, whatever. Um, and they are always have their computer, and we travel with our mic and all our studio setup. So, if we have to record vocals, we just pop it. You know, do a little pops. <laughs> pop, <laughs> pop it out, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're off the road, do you think that you actually will get into like a traditional studio, or do you kind of like the way you do things? We have, a, no. we have a studio in our house. In your house, okay. So, um, once we get home, we'll like when we're home, we generally spend almost every day in there. So we'll get back into our routine yeah. for sure. Okay. 
So no studios. You don't need studios. No, no you don't need a studio. <laughs> yeah. um, you have tour dates scheduled, as you said, through mid-December. Um, and does it kind of feel like you've been touring forever? I feel like you guys have been on the road for a long time. For sure for this year. Yeah. This year has been like so crazy and um, just really, really amazing. Like Max said, we've been to Japan. Um, went to London this year. Mm-hmm. We... A ton of festivals. Yeah, we just, like every New single Orleans festival and, of our dreams. Yeah, yeah we just we been got to fest. We got to headline the 930 Club, which is like oh, right in DC. Yeah, in DC, our I've hometown been there venue. Before. It's, it's incredible. like our favorite yeah. venue. It's actually where we met Chelsea. Oh man, as well. So there was just like a lot of full you circle, know, full circle, and yeah. it sold out, and everyone. It was just a real special night. So yeah, this whole tour has just been incredible. We're excited to have. We've got what five more shows. Yeah. So oh, you are like one. you are we're, almost there. Yeah, we're almost there. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, do you think that before those shows wrap up that you'll maybe break out any new music on tour or not so much? Um, probably not. We are, we are playing a, a new song. that we, we wrote a song when we were in Seattle on our yeah. day off and we're playing that for fans. And oh, that's really, cool. Really liking it, yeah. What's that called? Uh, it's called Back to Earth. Okay. Um, so that's been really fun to kind of, kind of test the waters with that song. But yeah. yeah. We've also been doing a Someone You Loved cover. Oh, Louis yeah. Capaldi. Yeah, Number got, one song in the country. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. We've, got, we've got a song called Lonesome that's like kind of in the same key. And we were able to kind of mm. transition to that and then come back to it. It's kind of like a nice moment. Oh, like set. merge them together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is it a little bit more like electronic than the piano ballad version? Yeah, of, a little, yeah. yeah it is yeah. a little more yeah. electronic. Yeah. yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Oh, that's very uh-huh. cool. I need to look that up. I'm, yeah. sure, I'm sure a fan has put that up online <laughs> yeah. for me. Maybe somewhere, to, yeah. To find. Uh-huh. Um, okay, before the spiral alarm goes yeah. off, we did a We're great like, job, I think, yeah, of getting yeah. through yeah. this. But I would uh, love for you to just kind of like put into words like what this ride has been like and kind of what you're looking forward to, uh, you know, moving moving ahead. Mm. I would say the ride has been unbelievable. Um, really looking forward to just, um, you know, finishing up these shows. Um, we're going to Mexico City in a couple weeks and then focusing on the album. So I would say... Say so, uh, we've been having dreams and they're coming true. Yeah. To quote ourselves. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Full pat on the back for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you guys so much for coming oh, in. Thank you for having all us. your success. And uh, hopefully we'll talk to you once the new music is out, too. Awesome. awesome. Thank Sounds you good. so Thanks, much. Guys. Right, let's get Thanks. out of here before this alarm goes off. Yeah. Let's get Survived the fire drill with shade. So so weird. So <laughs> Just so silly. everyone knows, we got them out of the building safely before the alarm went off. Yeah. So they didn't have to file out down the stairwell with the rest of us or anything. Um, so thank you so much to Shade for coming in to chat with us and for surviving our literal fire drill. Okay, and now it's time for the chart stat of the week. Girl, tell me only this, that I have your heart. For always and you. This week in 1982, a four-time Grammy Award winner, to keep up the Grammy talk, hit number one on the Billboard Hot 100, Truly. And who might that be? Why, Lionel Richie with his massive hit ballad titled Truly. Hey, see what I did there? Hmm. Okay, the song hit number one on the Hot 100 dated November 27th, 1982, and spent a total of two weeks at the top. Now, uh, Richie had previously hit number one with his hugely popular duet, Endless Love, with Diana Ross in 1981, 
uh, which spent a total of nine weeks at number one. And of course, as part of the group The Commodores, Richie visited the top with Three Times a Lady in 1978 and still in 1979. But truly was the first time Richie was at number one all by himself. Truly was part of, well, a truly amazing run of hits for Richie in the 1980s. Starting with Endless Love through Ballerina Girl in 1987, all 13 of Richie's chart entries reached the top 10. 13 consecutive top 10s from 1981 through 1987. Back then, that was pretty amazing. Yeah. Now everyone just charts singles and songs and random (laughs) album cuts left and right. Back then, a a lot different. And among those 13 top 10s, there are five number ones. Endless Love, Truly, All Night Long, Hello, and Say You, Say Me. Say it for always. Hmm. It's the way it should be. Hmm. So there you have it. This week in 1982, Lionel Richie was at the start of a hot streak on the Hot 100 with the number one hit, Truly. Okay, we've reached the end of our show. Any parting words? Uh, I'm burning up, burning up for Grammy Madonna. season has started. Yeah, Grammy season has started. We're gonna, Ooh, use, we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna so go excited. see a Grammy award winner tonight. Hopefully, what, what Madonna song should we go out on, Keith? Uh, go burning up. Yeah. See you guys next time. Bye. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.